Hey, and welcome to the second episode of Roman's Rundown, starring me, Steve Roman, and my buddy, Dave Sturcio, running the show behind the cameras. Uh, just wanted to welcome everybody back. Some crazy things going on out there. Unfortunately for me, my family has been shut down with the COVID flu, Dave. It's oh, been we're an back. absolute nightmare. Oh, yeah, man. Got- All right, listen. I I I'll, I'll 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 refrain from my thoughts on COVID. I do know though that um, there's a lot of shit going around. A lot of people are getting shut down. A lot of people are getting sick. I'm for one battling all week with a nice little head cold. Um, it was kind of tapering off, but then you know. But yeah, I, you know it. There's kids. There's boogers. There's spit. There's just shit flying everywhere. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a rough week. So how how you holding up, man? You doing the daddy daycare thing or what? Oh, my God, Dave, it's impossible. It really puts things into perspective on why exactly I have a wife that's a good wife for 30 years, and she pretty much runs everything, and it's always exposed. Oh, I talk a little bit of doo-doo throughout the year, but time winter comes, my wife shuts down, things get exposed you see who's really running the show at the roman household and it's not me so it's like when devito comes in there like oh you have a couple flashy moments but then like you really need your starting quarterback to, to kind of steer the ship oh 100 i mean this is really like um yeah that's about that covers it i mean i can't top that <laughs> analogy it's you know that's pretty much covers it all yeah um so it's been like Working with the girls, working with a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old, trying to sort the laundry, that alone is a battle. My (laughs) daughter's playing a couple sports, running kids around. My kids are very active. And I'm looking at that pile of laundry like it's a war. And I got things (laughs) that got to be separated. I got things that can't be washed. They got to be air-dried on a fence at the neighbor's (laughs) house. And I'm going, what? Lululemon who? I don't know anything about Lululemon. Don't screw that up, Steve. Those are like $100 sweatpants. I've been warned. I have a very, very concerned feeling about next week and where I'm going to be living (laughs) on the next load of laundry that comes out. Because my daughter's ordering stuff from Amazon that I've destroyed that my wife's completely unaware of in this fog, flu, COVID whatever the heck you want to call it that's going on. So right now I'm on, I'm really struggling and I will tell you Uber eats is hot at this household. <laughs> we are not my productivity, not a, cook, not a cooker, Steve, not looking good. No, because really I can grill and I'm a very good griller, but unfortunately there's dishes that have to be done. Oh, yeah. The cleanup. It's great to prepare. You can't put your daughters to work. I can, but it's usually a half-assed job. <laughs> There's always stuff laying around. Mm. Then they'll throw out a lifeline. I got there's testing this week. So there's testing that has to be done. They're both very good students. So that will disarm me. They can shut me down. Oh, I have to. I'm like, you do? I thought you did that already. They're like, Dad, <laughs> you want us to 94? I'm like, all right, just cover it. And they know not to get me on the back end. So it will be a 94, but I'm still stuck with these dishes. 
Mm. It's a nightmare. Paper plates are death. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Then you're eating the paper plate. I they ordered Chinese now. Now your Chinese general chow becomes part of the paper plate. You know, <laughs> because it's disintegrating underneath yeah. the cheap paper plate. Mm. So yeah, it's it's been difficult to say the least. I mean, it really puts things into perspective on how a woman really can handle things. And I'm not really a complainer. I got to be honest with you. I have some friends that do very well, and they're like really some bitchy, whiny guys, especially when they go down or they're not feeling well. It's like, man, oh, yeah. they expose when I, when I go down, when I go down, it is the man flu to the umph degree, man. I'm I'm inconsolable. You can't talk to me. Like, don't bother me. Like, it's bad uh, news bears in my house. Yeah, I've just become like uh, – uh, more like a polar bear. Like I just like hibernation, like, f like no interest in food. Like, don't come near me. Basically I'll decapitate you. I have no <laughs> use for you unless you did something fabulous on the athletic field. I might hear that through the back line, but other than that, I don't get, I don't really care. I'm just not interested. Unfortunately, I don't want to your, uh, what does your wife do? Uh, she's down and out. Um, what do you mean? What does she do? She's out of work, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a she's a teacher. So oh, okay. she's just yeah, she's she's like fortunately, you know, in education on Long Island, she has a lot of sick days. I think she has like 130 sick days. So holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So they occur. So fortunately, and again, having a good boss right now, her boss is like, Don't worry about it. You know, the, so princi nothing, the principal of the school. Yeah, the principal of the schools like just get well. My wife's a great teacher. I think she's there twenty four years. Oh wow! So what does she, yeah. she teach? Special education, Very uh, nice. math, high school math. Okay. So uh, yeah, yeah. No, she's cool. She's a good. She's a teacher you'd want to have in high school, I believe. She she's very good at what she does. So. But yeah, being a teacher, very spoiled, very lucky because if you're running a business, you're out. As you know, you're not getting paid. This is one of the last of the pension jobs left um, that yeah. you can take a day and still get paid. Nothing. You don't really skip a beat other than not feeling well. So yeah, she hasn't listen, done a damn thing. I was in a, I was a paraprofessional for three years. So that was, that was fun. Fun little ride for me in my journey to get here. Um, loved being in education, but you're, but you're right though. If you don't have the right boss, it's like, it's murder. It's, it's just like, it's just something that you don't want to go. That's what takes the fun or not even I'm not saying every job needs to be fun. But I mean, like, you know, if if you go in and you're dreading where you're going because of the person that's in charge of you, that's just a recipe for disaster all the time. Right. And if it's for if it, you say if you look at yourself and you go, wow, you just caught yourself and said, well, not every job has to be fun. Well, not for nothing in education or being a para. Yeah, it does. That's true. You come in and you need to turn that up. You need to figure out what am I going to do to entertain these guys who are less fortunate. They're mm -hmm. not in a position you're in to have fun, make it an educational environment and have a blast. And you're a natural at it for you. It's not really a big deal. You roll in, you know, you could bring in a snack, whatever it is. Yeah, I know it's a difficult these days with snacks and stuff. But listen, you can bring an organic thing have a whatever it is for the kids there's always a way to the kid's heart and you know going in and having a guy or a female or whoever that person is running the building sucking the life out of the building for all the wrong reasons 
is brutal mm -hmm. and very, very unfortunate. And it's something that's going on regularly, as you yeah. know. Yeah. As you know, there are people in very high spots, very important spots that could care less about, about the people flanking them, the people they're in charge of. How can I make the day better for them? I know they're suffering on, you know, when they go home, just like every other human being suffering. And you say suffering. Well, the responsibility of taking care of kids, paying your bills, getting along with your wife, and making sure they don't take the car off your driveway. That's it's a job in itself. Right. That's the suffering I'm talking about. You don't need to go to work and have a human being compounding trying to yeah. get through a day of work, let alone an education where it should be a positive environment should be as positive as possible. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've experienced some awful bosses and that's something that kind of like trickled down into the thought process of becoming a business owner. Um, is that I knew that no matter what, if anybody ever worked under me, which there has been, I've had intern programs in and out of this place. I wanted to make sure that their, their experience here, was that they didn't dread coming here ever. You know, like I want them to have a good time. I want them to get to work. Don't get me wrong. I want them to work hard and, you know, be effective at their job and and do well. But at the same time, if you make that if you make that conscious decision to be a prick to somebody, you know, it's going to trickle down on the work. It's going to make the entire work environment just hostile, you know, and it just doesn't I don't know, it just never made sense to me to treat anybody poorly because of the fact that I've had so much experience of said bosses and i've dealt with my wife is you know the most talented person i've ever met in my life she's an interior designer and that field alone you meet some characters along the way right there's just some high-end just yuppie stuffed up nose in the air type people who don't even have real life experiences meaning like one of her last bosses didn't have kids and, and she's in her 50s and 60s so like they don't know what you're going home to. They don't know what you need to respond to. So they just pretend like nothing else exists in your world except that job. And that's that's not the way to approach it. And then to, to, to belittle these people like my wife was, it's like, dude, you deserve a, nothing short than a slap right in the mouth because it's just, you really do have to treat people better. I mean, that's the stem of so many businesses failing is because they can't keep their employees there because they're shitty people. And I'm sure you've experienced that too. Oh, yeah. Even uh, I have an uncle that's an interior designer down in Fort Lauderdale. And um, not that we have a whole lot in common because we don't. Um, he's a uh, um, he's a gay guy, very successful, went to college, um, uh, has doesn't matter about his sexuality at all. But he does work in that field where it seems a lot of the people he's associated with happen to be gay, which is fine because I've gone to dinner and shared life. These people are oh, yeah, yeah, extremely yeah. successful, um, you know, but when you say snooty or mm. you're out to dinner or you don't, I didn't know what couscous was. I thought it might've been the end of a train on a railroad. And said, Ooh, uh -oh. That's you know, yeah, right, right. And that's my level. And I'm going, oh, man, you know, these people are a little bit out of touch with what's oh, going 100%, 100%. on. And I know that they're um, again, I'm not talking about sexuality at all. I'm just talking about, you know, I know you have a Bentley or are you talking about how you had to have it shipped in or 
someone that's requesting. So it's not even it's not it's not gay people. It's rich people, really. Like it's just, like it's, filthy, it's, it's, wealthy, don't know how to handle that kind of people. Yeah, right. Or if you have to go out to dinner and there's a couple of people that are mainstream middle class people, you don't have to pick the most elite restaurant or right. be so caught up in yourself that you're going, you're making people feel uncomfortable. Right. You know, that no, no, from a thousand dollar bottle of wine, which is completely unnecessary to me. It's fine for you and your crew if that's what you're doing. But if you have two or three other couples, you know, dummy it down or, you know, I don't know. I agree, Dave. It's like, wow, too obnoxious. You know, the wealth, the combination of just having everything and being out of touch with, I guess, the normalcy of everyday people going to work. And because these deals that they're doing, too, are, you know, half a million dollar decorating jobs that they're yeah, doing yeah. in four to six weeks on homes that are, you know, 10, 12, 14 million dollars. And as that you know, business just, owner, yeah. And as that business owner goes, you know, um, her most recent, I listen that that field, and as your uncle probably know, it pays very well. Those people in that oh. field get paid very well. So my wife was doing is doing very well. Um, but in that job, I told like without risk, it's like I don't mean to compare this to football in any red, but I'm a sports guy. That's what I do. But like, if you're on a last year of your contract right in a, in a big situation you can either sign uh that long-term deal or you can bet on yourself in that last year that you're going to improve your worth and your price tag is going to be up so in the in the design field i felt like i said look this is not no longer good for your mental health it's no longer good for your physical health because you're not sleeping and it's no good for your emotional health because your 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 hands are in your your face every day crying literally tears because this person doesn't know how to treat you you can leave that job and bet on yourself that you're going to land something better right and, and that's what i told her to do and i did listen i told her to do that december 1st before our disney trip before christmas like when when money is absolutely at a standard that you need money for these situations i said what good is this disney trip going to be and what good is christmas going to be if you're going to be a fucking miserable mess you know what I mean? So you just got to go. Just get out. Just just pull the carpet from under your, your own feet and get out. And I've done that, too. I mean, and not to say I was being treated, mistreated, but, you know, when you're not in an environment that you want to be in and you're dreading going there and you feel like miserable and you don't know your own value because your boss or your counterparts or your coworkers don't make you feel like you're the, you know, the top notch person, then what the fuck are you doing there? You know, like there's, there's, it's, life is too short, man. We only go around this fucking thing once. You know what I mean? Like, unless you believe in the the afterlife, which most of us do, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you, you got to make this worth it. And by getting treated like shit on the day to day, it's just not where it's not worth any dollar amount. I don't care because you're not going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor if you're just strapped to your labor the entire time. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, you hit the nail right on the head. Who would want to? It's 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 a first of all, it's a very big move to to make. Like you said, you told your wife at this point, listen, it's the holidays. We have Christmas. We got a lot going on. But your mental well-being is so much more important to me than you suffering mm -hmm. with this animal who's making you feel like this day after day. And who knows, maybe getting off on it that you're sitting at your desk or yeah. knowing that it's a Friday and he's going to dump some unnecessary 
information in your lap to make sure that Saturday and Sunday is uncomfortable for you. Exactly. And it's like, you know, I mean, you see through these people and it's very difficult to be united front with your significant other and say, listen, you got to make the move. I know you're comfortable. Everybody's comfortable. You've been doing it for a little while to make this move is a big jump, but you have the skill set to do it. You don't need to be treated like this. You know, you're completely uncomfortable. Your guts are inside out and mm -hmm. you need to be, you need to be treated as you're very good at what you do and you need to be appreciated. Now yeah. it's another story. If you're not good at what you're doing and you have high expectations for the way you want to be treated by your superiors, rightfully so, but you are not, you are not carrying your end. Well, then that's on you. You know, that is on you. You have to take that and take it hard and look at yourself in the mirror. It's another story. If you're holding up your end, you're working hard, you're successful, you're a producer and people care about you and you're excellent at what you do, but you have a couple of people that are just jealous. Mm. They just can't conceive that I want them to know how good they really are. So instead, because I'm such a warped person that something's wrong with, I'm going to assault and hurt them because it makes me feel better. Right. So I had really. Yeah, I was just saying, I've had interns in this building at Chop Studios, and they've gotten plucked from me for high-paying jobs. And it's like, I'm not about to feel any sort of way about that. If somebody can tell you that you're worth more than what I can afford, go for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to hold you back. I'm not about to tell you, hey, sorry, you know, you can't leave. You're under contract. No, none of that shit. Like, I've had a, a statistician uh, slash producer plucked for another high-paying gig i've had an intern leave and now she's working for syracuse and she's got a gig on espn and then just recently i had a podcast leave my network because they got offered another opportunity with a uh an up-and-coming platform and i was like yo bravo man go rock on you know what i mean like why why am i gonna hold anybody back that's that's ridiculous you know what i mean because i know for me i i wouldn't want to get held back you know like I, I people have held me down for a long time until i finally said fuck it i'm doing my own thing you know what i mean like but again that's a big, big decision to make, um, specifically when you're making a decent living and you have the health benefits and all this other shit. And I was just like, look, I'm not happy, you know, and if, if I'm going to live this life and get up for work every day and, and have a purpose, I got to do it doing something I love. You know what I mean? So and whether that's sitting here on a Friday afternoon talking to you or whatever, you know, it's, it's part of it. You know what I mean? This is all part of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like uh, it's a good feeling to be able to um share that information and the fact that your attitude is that you're willing to say hey listen i gave these guys an opportunity i shared the radio podcast you know world with them and for a period of time and, and they did well and some things came along and they offered some things at more of an elite level and you were like hey Absolutely. I, you know, I support you 100%. Somewhere along the line, you gave them an opportunity. They took it. They worked on it, obviously. Obviously, they worked on it. They put some time into it and they were recognized. And you yeah. said to them, go for it. You know, I mean, if these people are good people and they're, they're continuing to progress and do well, 
then you your name should always be on the forefront every once in a while. Hey, shout out to Dave. What's up? Have you as a guest. Appreciate everything you did for me. And um doesn't have to be an ass kissing venue. No, I don't need but flowers. Every, I don't no, need, and, I don't and you're not shit. interested. I believe you're not interested in that wholeheartedly. Mm-mm. But I do believe a tidbit for anyone like you and I and your wife and my wife, some positive feedback. A little bit. Don't need to hear anything about it again. But really okay. made me feel good. And I appreciate the recognition and I wholeheartedly support you hundred percent. And that doesn't even have to be on the air. That could be through a text or a phone call. Right. Thank right. you. I appreciate it. Look, you throw it out on the air. That's great. But these people are moving in the right direction. Look, there's a lot of people. We've seen these people that are in a position that want to sabotage. They don't want people moving up. They want people hold, you know, it makes them feel better to hold people down not let people progress. That's the natural instinct of of the human being. You don't have a lot of welcoming, loving, genuinely caring people out there today Mm -hmm. that are taking care of important things. That's why we have hungry children all over the world. But we have people living in 40, $50 million mansions. It should be taken care of. I feel it should. Listen, again, you have veterans. I drive my car on Long Island. I get under a bridge in the winter. Guys, you know, veterans, look, some of them are bullshitting. There's a percentage of them legit. And the legit veterans that fought for us should be taken care of by us. And we don't do the right thing there. We don't. We just don't. You know, it's very unfortunate. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we don't value as people that you take for granted. Look, I was down in Florida, too. A lot of those vets run down to Florida because the weather's good in January. You could live outside. So there was more transient people, you know, running around Fort Lauderdale that I noticed, you know, homeless, which is terrible and unfortunate that, you know, you wonder what's going on. And then I see the guys that, you know, say I was a veteran, not, you know, they all can't say that, but the guys that I think are genuine, you know, I'll try to put the window down and say, you know, I appreciate it and, and give up whatever it is that I could give within reason just to let them know, hey, you know, and hopefully I'm not getting scammed on my end. I look at it as po- a positive thing that you wouldn't hold the American flag and say, I served. Can you help me? Um, I believe right. I want to believe that person. And I'm yeah. not making life changing um, events on a corner of a light in, in in Fort Lauderdale, but I do want them to know I appreciate what you did to enable me to have a you know a family and be successful and, and a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and and, and yeah. a podcast. Yeah, and, and a yeah. thing that you can enjoy. So yeah, I mean yeah, it's a it's a it's a definitely a touchy topic, and you know hopefully hopefully you know the country gets on the better side of positivity and and people stop fucking fighting each other and shit. It just it's just getting very tiring. At this point, um, but and that's yeah, why I, 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 typically, I typically don't watch the news, man. I don't watch the news. I really don't. And then people are like, Smart. I can't believe you didn't hear. I can't believe you didn't hear about that. And I'm like, because I don't turn on the TV to watch the news because I, I. What good is that? It's gonna rot my brain. Like my grandma said it best. You know, that'll rot your brain. You know, as your kid. But like, she wasn't wrong. You know, like here I am. If I have to watch another fucking uh, story about somebody getting blown to smithereen, like I. I don't want to see that shit. I don't want to see it. I'm aware it's happening. Doesn't mean I have to watch it. Doesn't mean I have to consume it and get angry. And then, you know, 
I see shit like that and I want to fucking, you know, I want to join the military. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be like, all right, then I'll, I'll go take matters into my own hands, you know? But, like, I can't. Right. No, you're 100% right. It's sometimes I find myself getting caught up in it. Um, I'm a little older than you. I don't know what that means, if that has anything to do with it. But it's just exactly like you said. All that happens when I'm done with it is everything you said. I have agita. I'm aggravated. It's fucking rotting my brain. And I'm I'm irritable going, what is going on? And then you try to analyze it. Yeah. And, and you're right. You, it's you're unhealthy. no better than anybody else trying to analyze it because we ain't pros. We don't know all the facts. Right? You only get what's no. on the TV, which is you know, half the time bullshit. is bullshit. <laughs> right. right, right. They're not they're telling us a load of bullshit. So it's just like, but you see the damages that it causes and you're like, you're better off just being consumed with your own kids. No, you know, doing your own thing. 100%. Limiting, limiting that and trying to raise your kids the right way. I watch way. all the goddamn cartoons that you can possibly shove down my throat over me putting, subjecting them to, to anything else um, right now because right now it's all about cartoons and coloring and creating and and magic and just all sorts of fun shit that the kids should start to enjoy not anything right now that's why i'm petrified man i mean you've obviously lived it already but like you know in september you know i'm gonna be a 39 year old man with a five-year-old daughter who's about to go into a public school finally you know so it's just like i'm petrified because i yeah and you should be because you'll see when she's in first grade or she's saying to you dad i don't know Caitlin's wearing, you know, boys outfit or something. Right. Shit like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not mentally just prepared the beginning. for any of that shit. I know. Right. Or but. she says, dad, I have to use this bathroom because it's gender neutral. My team. You're like, what, what am I? Yeah. What don't get me fucking. I, I'll get canceled. But right anyway, <laughs> so, speaking you're, of, you're uh, going to be in for it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, um, I don't even know how to segue into that, but we have, we, we, uh, listen, we're big sports guys at heart, right? I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of cool things happening right now. I know both of our teams are in Florida. Speaking of Florida, they're probably in Florida golfing and having a grand old time on vacations and shit. The Giants and the Cowboys. Absolutely. But we do have some NFC and AFC title games, man. Uh, I know both of these stories and all four of these teams have their all individual story uh, heading in. I guess we could start in the AFC where the Chiefs are on the road to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Steve, how do you see this one playing out? Who are you rooting for? How do you see it going? Are you picking up on any storylines? The, the biggest breaking news today is that Mark Andrews, the tight end of the Ravens, off the IR, he's, he look, he's looking to play. Uh, he hasn't played in seven weeks, so now Lamar Jackson's getting another target back. So uh, how do you see this one? Oh, man, I, I have to tell you, this is going to be some game. Um I really think this is going to be an extraordinary game. I do I do feel like Baltimore has the edge here. I do feel like Lamar Jackson, I think it's his time. I think this is going to be his stage, his game. Um, I'm not overly thrilled with Kansas City and a lot of the byproduct that's going on with that team right now. Everybody knows the byproduct that's going mm -hmm. on right now with that team. Oh, yeah. It's sort of becoming unbearable. Nauseating. Yeah, Nauseating. Like, <laughs> just, just like the news. Like, you got to yeah. shut the news off. Like, when the NFL comes on, or Kelsey's in the box at his brother's game with his shirt off, 
you know, drink. I just, I'm that I'm, part, that part. I wasn't even as mad at like, I would be doing the same thing for my brother. Not so much the shirt off part, but like, I would be there to support my brother screaming my head off for him. It's just, but the whole it's the other shit. It's the Taylor Swift stuff. It's the, it's, it's annoying. Well, that was point. tied into it. How he was trying to entertain her, you know, to, you know, and she thought he was cute and funny and kid like, and I'm going, I don't want to hear that about, um, <laughs> Kelsey's brother I want to hear about you know like you just said I don't want the byproduct involved I feel Mahomes's wife is also if you yeah. go back when Mahomes was having all the success and that he was at the top of his game and the team was at the top of the pinnacle of the NFL people were talking about his wife and that she's a jerk off and she shut her mouth and his and his douchebag brother <laughs> he was well that's yeah too. right right and and another, another <laughs> right help helping him out like andy's reed andy reed's son you know another mm. another you know not the one that unfortunately um had the incident where i believe he, he killed himself which is a very unfortunate circumstance yeah. but the son that was drinking before the super bowl and got into that horrific car accident i don't understand but anyway the whole package with them is just overblown i think mahomes isn't really as sharp as he's been if you've watched the games they've struggled you've seen it they're not i mean listen mahomes is dangerous they're a good team. They have a ton of talent, but I feel that it's Baltimore's time. I just feel like Baltimore's going to come in and cause a lot of havoc, a lot of problems. I feel like Lamar Jackson's really going to, I think he's going to show who he is, I think, and put a place in NFL history going, going forward. Um, I'm even going to say possibilities. It looks to me like they could be the Super Bowl champs. And it looks um, to me that Lamar Jackson's also um, the odds on favorite right now to win MVP this year. So it's like, uh, which is a regular a season award. Uh, it's a regular season award, but they got there for a reason. They were the one seed for a reason. They're home. They just beat the brakes off the Texans who are coming off a, a, an emotional high of beating their uh, first round opponent in the Colts. Um, not the Colts, uh, the Jaguars, not the Jaguars. Who the fuck did they beat in the beginning? Like, am I? Oh, the Browns. Sorry. Um, but in any event, I, I like Lamar Jackson. I've always been a little bit of his critic of saying he was like, you know, a glorified running back with an arm. You know what I mean? Like, and he just didn't know how to read defense. Man, he's proven me completely wrong. Um, he's dropping balls in the buckets. It, it, he's got, he's finally got some guys to throw the ball to. Zay Flowers has been incredible as a rookie. Odell Beckham Jr. is showing that he's still got legs. Uh, as I mentioned before, Mark Andrews coming back. But even his backup, Isaiah Likely, he's balled out too. And their running game is led by Lamar Jackson. And, and don't, don't forget, these guys lost J.K. Dobbins in the beginning of the year to an injury, and he was their number one running back. So they've been doing all this with RB2, 3, and 4, plus Lamar. Plus, I love John Harbaugh. I really do. And, and congratulations to his, uh, his brother who landed the L.A. Chargers job. That's going to be fun to watch. Um, and I do believe they play each other next year, so that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, the, the Chiefs, all that shit aside with all the, the nonsense with the you know, the Taylor Swift and the Kelsey brothers and this, that, and the third, I think it's just it's 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 over. I, I've been rooting for it to be over for a couple of weeks now, and this coming from a guy who actually used to like Taylor Swift, you know what I mean? I used to love how adorable and innocent and like she was she's beautiful, you know, I, I used to love that. 
But now all of a sudden, she just becomes so mainstream, and this whole thing got wrapped up into the NFL. And it's just like there's like prop bets out there now. It's like how many times are you gonna show the booth where she is over under two? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's insane. Um, and I just want it to be over. Uh, I I would like I would love for the Ravens to win this game. Chiefs have been in six straight AFC title games, bro. Six. That's like that's fucking unheard of. That's Buffalo Bills esque of the '90s, and even more. Um, it's just, I mean, it's hard to bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid. They might pull this out. I don't know, but I'm rooting for the Ravens. We'll see. I don't know, but um, yeah, I agree. Um, uh, again, I'm gonna say I got everything in on the Ravens. Watch out. Uh, I think they're coming. I think they're gonna take down Kansas City, and uh, they're gonna make a huge statement. Uh, watch out for them. And he's going to be, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be really using, like you said, a guy like Michael Vick. He's going to morph into, you know, a guy the next couple of years that can throw and run and -hmm. just make that team fabulous. We'll see what happens, but that's my prediction. I agree with you. I love Kansas city. I think they are definitely, like you said, um, bills like from the night, Jim Kelly, that team, um, but I think it's time they, they they're running into a buzzsaw and they got a lot of distractions. So we'll see what happens. And I do like Andy Reed. We'll yeah, see. Man. Well, I'll be looking forward to discussing that with you. Hopefully next week. Yeah, man. Um, and other side, obviously the Detroit lions are the talk of the town. A lot of fun behind that team. Um, I know when my Cowboys beat them, there was a lot of controversy there and it just kind of cost them the, the, the three seed or the two seed or whatever uh, cost them the two seed. But here they are. They're there. The Cowboys aren't. Um, and they're taking on a a juggernaut, I think, in the 49ers in San Francisco. As personal experience, the Giants played them too. Giants played them tight, actually, the 49ers in the beginning of the year. But then they just beat the shit out of the Cowboys, and they beat the shit out of a lot of teams. And last week, the Packers were riding the high. We felt like there was an absolute possibility for the Packers to go down there and win that game. But Jordan Love through a Brett Favre-esque pass, you know, the whole cross your body, cross the field type thing, ended the game, that ended their season. But here we are, man. I mean, it's a fun story. The Niners are obviously the favorite for a reason. One seed, CMC, Purdy's playing good, Debo's going to play. I don't know, man. It's it's a hard to it's hard to think that the Cinderella story of the Lions ends, but I don't know, Steve. The, the Niners are a fucking force to be reckoned with. I agree, Dave. I, I don't think uh, with that talent, with the talent that San Francisco has, um, Purdy probably being the least talented yeah. of all the players that they have. Believe it's crazy it or to not, say that, right? Yeah. Right? It sounds funny. I mean, I'm sure I'll get some arguments out there from our hundreds of thousands of phones blowing up right now, which I can't believe. I'm sure this is unbelievable. I mean, wow. I can't believe that. It's insane. We'll address that later. We can't do that now. But yeah, Purdy uh, being probably the worst player on San Francisco, that puppy, they are loaded with, with just players on the offense and the defense. They're probably the most talented team right now left. Um, of the four teams, speaking from you know individualized starters, I think they're so deep, and I think they probably have the best player in the world. And McCaffrey, the things he can do is just 
he's mind-boggling. He's just so – I mean, as a receiver on the out, um, as a running back, the distractions, the double teams, the mm-hmm. chaos he causes. And then with Kittles, who's you know probably one of your top five, seven top – tight ends in the league i don't know you want to say oh there goes the phone again but you know (laughs) depending on where you want to situate him and um they're gonna be tough to beat they're gonna be tough to beat i don't i don't think i you know i like jared goff i love the story i love i love everything about the lions i you know the poor like the poor team i think they've have they been 91 you think they've peaked? Like you're. Like I this is do. It? Uh, I do. I have a feeling they've peaked. Like this is it for them, and I just feel like San Francisco's going to rip them limb from limb and expose them. And I mean by like probably somewhere between fourteen to seventeen points. Like oh, they're wow. really not going. Yeah, I'm expecting a big game out of out of San Francisco. I think they're fired up and ready to go, mm. and I just think like. I just think Detroit's in trouble. I just think like they they've peaked. They've made it as far as they can. Sometimes I look at Goff like he looks confused. He's struggling. There is the there's definitely there there definitely is two versions of Jared Goff. Hundred percent. You see that right? Yeah. I was yeah, a fan. Yeah. There are moments he looks like he can lead a team with the best of them. Brady. I don't care who you who you call out. And then there are times I'm like, wow, he looks bewildered and dumbfounded right now, you know, and, and not mm-hmm. producing either. So we'll see. They, they had a great run. They really did. Um, I mean, Goff threw for almost 4,600 yards this year. Yeah. I mean, listen, 30, great, t- 30 great touchdowns. supporting cast, great supporting cast around him too. And those are some talented players. I'm on Ross St. Brown. He's a dog, bro. He's a dog. He's a he's a fucking good Montgomery. football player. Oh, David Montgomery, Montgomery. Res- resurrected his career. You know, people thought I mean, he was he dead had, in the water. He rushed for almost eleven hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. A lot of touchdowns. So they, he's got. So yeah, he's got. Yeah, it's a lot of touchdowns. St. Brown had ten touchdowns. Um, you know, he's got some good players around him. We'll see. I mean, I just think that San Francisco's just. Deadly. I mean, D-ball, um, Samuel, uh, you watch that guy catch and run. The yak, he can't even be stopped. He runs people over. I mean, they mm-hmm. just one one big beast after the next. And again, Purdy being your worst player on that team really speaks volumes about how they've come together and mm-hmm. they're ready. They're ready. I said it's probably it's probably gonna be San Fran and Baltimore. And we'll see from there, but uh, it's going to be a great, exciting game. It's going to be a great weekend, really absolutely great it's weekend. Be- um, a lot of fun. I, I listen, rooting for the Ravens and the Lions. What I think might be a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. So we'll see. It, it's like so up and down, but we'll see how it all plays out. But before we get out of here uh, today, on a special day, I decided to gift myself a uh, New York basketball. Uh, New York Knicks basketball hoodie, brand new. Um, just got Very it. Cool. Feel feel like good that. about it. Feel good about it because a couple of weeks ago on the Jimmy Palumbo show, two of our favorite Knicks were traded away. Um, Emmanuel Quickly and R.J. Barrett were dished off to 
Toronto for OG. And we're like, well, why, you know? And who is he? And who is he, right? Who's this guy, right? And all of a sudden, since the trade, the Knicks are 11 and two. And you watched it last night, the same game I did. They beat the shit out of a Denver Nuggets team that is not supposed to be beat like that. Absolutely. I Again, Dave couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, the role that this kid has come in and the role he's taken. I mean, he had six steals last night. When's the last 50% time? from the floor overall. 50% is good. You know what I mean? Like when you're Very a guy like that. And he's got, I think he's averaging like seven boards, 16 points. Like he's just a very, he's finding himself a nice niche on this team right now. And and it's the camaraderie watching Jalen Brunson do what he's doing over the course of this season and last season. The the kid is an all world player and Randall, it, it, it takes a little bit of the pressure off of Randall where we don't have to rely on him so, so much to make the big play because there's a lot of times and you, Steve, you could probably agree with me. Every time Randall gets the ball, you feel like he's a, walking turnover <laughs> like i just you know sometimes yeah it's gonna make him so much better taking the pressure off of him and he won't get in his head and start giving the fans the finger and get <laughs> outside of himself and yeah. you want to keep him you know like you said he's got a lot of he's got a good if you the pressure that's being taken off him should be able to make him a 2010 guy every yeah. night without the right. pressure and just right. make everybody else around him better. So you want him on the floor. 20 and 10 is plenty from him. If you're getting OG with 20 and, uh, 20 and 10, Quentin Grimes had 19 points last night, looked good. Um, I like Vincenzo, too, who's really... I love Vincenzo. I they love got half, that they, guy. they got half the damn Villanova freaking championship team on that team at this point. That's Between cool. Between I mean, Josh Hart and Brunson. Yeah, Josh Hart's another good player. Um, He's my favorite player on the team. Josh Hart's my favorite player on the Knicks, this Knicks team right now. I just feel like he's, to me, Josh Hart feels like, dare I say, John Starks-esque, where if he comes off the bench, you just know you're getting a spark. You know you're getting the energy. You know you're getting this no quit in this kid. And and that's why I've I've really fallen in love with, with Josh Hart, no pun, you know, big heart on the, on the court. But um, yeah, man, it's just I don't know. It's it's something. There's something to this team right now. Yeah, I mean, are they beating a lot of? Uh, I think they're 19 and 0 against teams that are under 500, which is like insane right now. But listen, if you're if you're a good team, you're supposed to beat those teams. You got your mic just turned off, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, you're supposed to you're supposed to beat those teams up, and you know we'll see how that plays out because I just I I, I don't know. But go ahead, you're, you're back. Yeah. Um, listen, Dave, for you and I and your sweatshirt, I love the sweatshirt, we can't say that the Knicks are 19-0 and 0 in anything. So for <laughs> right. us, you say, yeah, they were shit teams. But for us, we're proud. I mean, damn, for the Knicks to, for the Knicks to be 11-2 and two on a trade where you and I and Jimmy were sulking like three babies on what kind of hideous move again because we're so conditioned mm -hmm. to talk about how horrible the Knicks really are. And I, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. But since no. that trade has taken place, it's been fun. And for the Knicks to come in, and I said to my wife, I, it was on the front cover of the Long Island paper, the Newsday, you know, what are the Knicks going to do with uh, with Nikolai? 
and and the real team joking. And I said to my wife, "This guy's got Murray and him are going to tear this team a new asshole." And boy, <laughs> was I wrong! I mm-hmm. watched that game and said, "Man, the Knicks really look good." And Randall only had 17 points, which was nice to see. It was nice to see OG have 26 points. I'm um, telling you, they're playing with a little bit more of a spark, a little bit more of a boost. Maybe this is the the position player we were missing. And look, and, and no disres- uh, disrespect to R.J. Barrett, but he was very streaky. There was times he looked like a fucking all-star, and there was times he looked like I don't even know why he's on the floor. You know what I mean? And, and Saint, well, quickly was like a spark plug off the bench. I do like him. I liked him a lot. Um, to see him go sucked. But, you know, you got to make room for pieces. I don't even know if the Knicks are done. There's a trade deadline looming, you know, so I don't know. You're going to add more pieces? I have no idea. But as of right now, it's 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 a fun time to be in New York. You know, we got both the, the Knicks and the Rangers. Rangers are playing poorly lately, but they're still in first. So it's like New York is cruising right now in January. Hopefully, when you know, when the spring comes around, we're talking about you know, a three or a four seed or something like that, where the Knicks can get like a home court advantage, just like they did last year. Yeah, that sounds good. And, you know, the Knicks did that without Havistein too, right? The big man yeah. was mm-hmm. hurt and he plays an important role and absorbs 12 to 14 minutes during the game where you need him. You know, he yeah. could get you six, six, eight, ten 10 rebounds. Sims has been playing. Okay. Um, not bad. Not no, bad. not bad. He, he's there. He's he's filling a gap. He he's not as good of a rim stop. Um, uh, what you call rim stopper that? Um, Hartenstein is. Yeah, he is. But like, I I don't know. We'll see. Listen, I, I again, I'm like you. Don't like to get ahead of myself. Don't want to start talking about playoffs and shit like that. But it's an exciting time to be a Nick fan right now. So we'll just kind of embrace it because. Other than that, we got to wait a couple more months uh, for baseball to get rolling and the Yankees yeah. and the Mets and all this other shit. So, um, I even asked you, are you a Yankee guy or a Met guy? I'm a Yankee guy. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Got all day. All day. Yeah. All, all day. Yankees. Lots to talk about as Yankee season approaches, too. As, as we need time a pitcher. We need yeah. a pitcher. I'm not really thrilled with that signing uh, the kid from Long Island, uh, Stroman, Stroman. Mark Stroman. Yeah. I, you of, know, he's a little bit of a headache. He's a little yeah. bit of a headache too. Drama queen, little yeah. Little, little he did not. Both. He did not fare well uh, in Queens. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. So, any event, take us home, Steve. So uh, yeah, we'll be looking forward to uh, seeing what's going on uh, this weekend. Exciting games. Hope you guys are checking out the games. I think Dave and I covered it. The Knicks look great. See what's going on with the Knicks the next couple weeks and. Uh, Believe it or not, the Yankees, the Mets, as they said, right around the corner with the Super Bowl. And mm-hmm. we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, I want to bring up some parenting issues for all of you out there raising parents. Dave is in a position where his kids are a little younger, but his daughter will be entering the public school system very shortly. So he'll be enlightened to that. Ooh! And um, I am in the high school phase of it. And I will encourage Dave to push his children into athletics as much as possible. Oh, of course, of course. And um, to keep them busy, maybe my girls will tutor his girls in basketball, <laughs> softball, or volleyball. Hopefully they'll have some <laughs> success in all of those sports, maybe even at a collegiate level. But who knows? Again, don't want to get ahead of ourselves one day at a time. But thanks for joining us here on Roman's Rundown. This was our second show. 
of hopefully a lot more shows to come. Yeah. Different topics, um, world events, and uh, try to keep you guys entertained. Hopefully along the way we're going to get a little funnier, have a little bit more comedy, different topics, and uh, we love that you guys are out here taking the time to listen to us a little bit. So uh, for you people out there, we hope to see you soon, and uh, we'll catch you next time on Roman's Rundown.